Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister Caroline. And today we're watching Minute 91, which opens with Peter and Miles getting choked and ending a minute later with an anvil falling on Scorpion's head. I have titled this minute, When Dimensions Collide. I really like the way that they show the colliding of the dimensions. Uh, I, I really wish, though, that we saw some more of the stylized, like, di the different universes style coming through instead of just having, like, buildings popping through. Yeah, like kind of like they do with the characters, but with the buildings. Yeah, and, like, we see some of it with um, Noir pulling the old-timey car that's in black and white. Yeah. But that's really the, like most notable thing they, they show it would be cool it would have been cool to see some of the like skyscrapers being in black and white maybe or in like a much more cartoony style because they're going for like this whole feeling of psychedelicness here yeah it definitely would have been cool but i also understand that that probably would have been very difficult um i don't think it would have been any more difficult than like what they're already doing um it's not like they were like you know filming this in live action that would have had to like i mean true. Uh, <laughs> green screened in some still. old timey cars and whatnot like they were still just drawing it still the stylization would definitely have been a very cool touch but i also still really like how they did it they're like this whole minute is very visually awesome yeah yeah it's i'm like i'm not saying that you know it it would have been cool um or I'm not saying it's not cool because they didn't do this. I'm just saying it's cool now. It would have been even cooler if they did do that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and and I I think the the way how or the way the dimensional glitching, which is like very angular and feels very like alien and artificial, mm -hmm. uh, is mixed in with the Kirby dots and the yeah. like this very circular sort of natural-ish looking um, phenomena is really, really cool the way they, they interact in the collider room. And then just outside, we see just the glitches happening all over the place. Yeah. The first thing I want to talk about, too, before we get back go back into the um, all of the glitching and the buildings appearing is... One of my things that I love they do, like, in the beginning of the minute that's very visually cool is how they zoom back up to the surface. Yeah. And we get to see, like, it looks like the world is glitching. Yeah, we see Visions, the hospital, and then the um, penthouse all glitching, or, the, like, the three places they focus on. Um, and then we also see, you know, some other places uh, throughout there, but, like, the three... Kind of where the, yeah, three, the three characters are, or the not, not yeah. characters, but the three people Miles's family are. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I guess Miles isn't at Visions. Yeah, it's like he's not at Visions. I think they showed Visions as sort of a way to be like, well, she can't get through to the school, and like, here's why. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess do they show Visions after her? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. <"Huh?"> okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense. That didn't really occur to me. I figured it was more of a. Oh, everybody's trying to call the school, and so nobody's able to get through. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see it being that way too, but I think it's more of a hey, the school's freaking out, so let yeah. everyone live. Yeah, that would that would make a lot a lot more sense. <laughs> I did like, uh, yeah. Speaking of Rio, 
Um, mm-hmm. We get some more Spanish from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just a simple uh, vamos, senor, which is just, you know, let's go, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she's keeping it professional, helping the old people. She's good a good job. nurse. Yeah, good job doing your job in a <laughs> time of crisis. Um, I, I did notice in the background of the hospital, though, they're still mm-hmm. using the food pyramid. <laughs> so, you know, they they really need to get up with the with the times there. They find the food pyramid more aesthetically pleasing. So they yeah. kept it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I also kind of took that as just a, it's a hospital. It's probably, you know, underfunded. Like they're probably not yeah. getting the funding they need. Um, and so it's just, this is what we had. We didn't have, you know, the funds to update the posters on the wall. And it still helps get the point across. With Jeff up on the penthouse floor, do you think he was like helping work uh, security uh, for the event or was he, did he show up there and then I guess he wasn't working security for the event because we saw him on the ground earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's a little odd. Yeah. He would go to the, he, maybe maybe that just wasn't the penthouse. It looked like the penthouse, but maybe it was like a dining room on the first floor. I think it is the penthouse. I mean, maybe someone had called nine one one before, like the earthquake really hit or something. Or maybe he was there for like another call. I don't know. I never really gave it a thought before. Yeah, it just it it would seem mm. like in an earthquake, <laughs> you wouldn't want to take the elevator up to the penthouse to tell people to go back down. Um, I feel like it it makes a bit more sense that maybe he had just like walked into the building and Mm -hmm. um, he's just helping. Like there are tables set up. So maybe there's another event going on. Maybe. Like lower floors. Maybe they had a few cops around, like even though he was networking exactly the security in the event, they might have just had some cops like around the building kind of patrolling. Yeah. But I mean, just the fact like, he wouldn't have gone up the to the penthouse from the ground floor after the first yeah. earthquake well, like started. Well, maybe he wasn't on the ground floor. Maybe he was like in the hallways. But no, no, we. Uh, um, I'm I'm just saying, like, because we saw him outside of the. Um, oh. We saw him outside oh, yeah, helping the old lady when the earthquake first started to hit. That's right. And so it wouldn't make that. sense for him to like, oh, the earthquake started. I better take the elevator to the top yeah. floor to tell people to get down. Um, so. I'm thinking it's probably just more on the he's in the like the first floor, maybe the second floor. Um yeah, maybe. something where it was quick enough to be able to run up um to, to help direct people. It does look much, very similar to the top floor though. Yeah. And especially the way it zooms up. Yeah. Definitely gives the impression that it's the penthouse. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Back to below where the buildings are literally exploding from the center um did you notice the giant cassette tape yeah <laughs> i never noticed it before until i was watching it. i'm like is that a giant cassette tape <laughs> i was so thrown off by that i'm like what universe is that from and why <laughs> my guess is that's like that has a feeling like it's from gwen's universe to me i'm mm-hmm. not sure like I think it's only because cassettes wouldn't have been around for um, Noir. Noir. Probably not for Ham. Um, Maybe for Ham, actually. The only way I could see it being for Ham is because of how cartoonishly big it is. 
Yeah. Penny's too far in the future. Yeah. And I feel like uh um like Peter's is sort of just a is the closest parallel to this the this the, the this earth. Yeah. And Gwen's is sort of a she's got a much more like Nyani at least in the comics. Um mm-hmm. it's a much more like stylized Nyani kind of bright um bright and contrasting colors are a lot more mm-hmm. thing and it, it feels like a very much like retro noir kind of yeah. 80s that style of um well i was just realized like that totally could have been part of like a uh a store sign or something yeah or it could have just changed size as it it came through the um dimensions that is also very possible the point is there's a giant cassette tape <laughs> flying around yeah see that? that's there's, really <laughs> there's a skateboard there's a snowman there as well that we see flying through do you want to talk about the easter egg or should i talk about the easter egg yeah the black and white old-timey car um no the one before that <laughs> oh the skateboard i already <laughs> yes, talked about the skateboard, skateboard. yeah no, no, so no, more detail, obviously <laughs> yeah it's clearly tony hawk's skateboard from the <laughs> from tony hawk pro skater 3 uh, uh you can tell by the <laughs> yeah no, so Frosty, it's very sad to see him go this way. Uh, <laughs> um, but it is a great callback to the Frosty the Snowman stop motion. You know, it was very influential in the... Um, I don't even think that was... I'm, I'm thinking of... Um, You're thinking of the snowman from Rudolph and Chris Kringle. Anyway, yeah. So the Easter egg that, that appears in this this part of the the minute... Um, is the Flinsmithler from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. You gotta say it like he does in uh, the movie. The Flinsmithler! Yeah, I forget what it actually stands for because it is far too long. Yeah. Um, but we see that uh, it looks like the the spaceship looking kind of thing that, mm. that floats past. It goes by very quick. Like, I actually had to stop and rewind. I'm like, wait a second, did I just see that right? <laughs> yeah. Can we also appreciate... Moving past that Easter egg a little bit, can we just appreciate Peter's line? Um, it does look cool, though. Yeah, and, and he's not lying. It does look cool. It's got this really weird the 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 it here is obviously the um, the like center of the the universes collapsing yeah. and colliding with each other, but it it has this very weird like wave sort of flowy rocking motion to it that it's really cool how or it's really awesome how they're able to um get the this what's essentially just like the very industrial you know skyscrapers modern sort of thing to feel like it's rocking like like it's Mm -hmm. make it feel like it's a um the ocean waves yeah Uh, they did they did a great job with it God, I don't really have anything else. It's just a really cool visual. I love the colors that are yeah. used in the skyscrapers. Like, I like how nothing is like is really its normal color. Like, it's all stylized in like this pink. Why don't you pick? What color would you say it is? Yeah, it's it's like a pink purple. Yeah, it's like there's some other colors in there, but like that kind of dominates it, right? Yeah, it's it's. I would say it's it's kind of like it. It fades from. I would say like a blue to a 
purple to like a pink kind of, uh, with the, the pink being the, the center of it really. And then as it gets further away, it turns into more of a blue. The latter half of the minute is, is occupied with focusing more on the individual fights. Um, and we see uh, Noir and, and Penny fighting the two of the other villains that they had fought earlier. Uh, Penny is fighting Scorpion. Yep. And Noir is fighting Tombstone. Yeah. And I need to bring this up because this might be my favorite screen grab I have screen grab ever gotten from this movie. And I never noticed it before. But at 39 seconds, I got a beautiful, beautiful picture of Noir punching Tombstone. Tombstone's head is just completely wrenched back with with Noir's hat on it. And in the very back, in like that very old black and white filmy type of filter, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just says applesauce. <laughs> yeah, his his uh, pop-ups were also old-timey before that, too. Uh, a little bit more old-timey than just the traditional oh, like, yeah. pow and pop. Um, oh, yeah. And then, yeah, we got the big splash screen with just black and white applesauce on it. <laughs> and it is my favorite thing I have ever taken from this movie. And, like, why I've never seen it before, I'm sad. Or why it's never registered before, I am sad. Because that is the height of this movie in terms of uh, back uh, backdrop flashes. Put it in a good spot. I also love that I couldn't make out all of his insults, but the one I did just made me crack up uh, was right when he was throwing the car at, the car at Tombstone, and he goes, you hard-boiled turtle snapper. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, the... Um... The, the thing he says before that is, uh, you're going to fight or you just bump and gum gums. <laughs> yeah, I do like his, um, like, slipping into old timiness at times. It's incredible. Yeah. And then, yeah, he knocks out or takes out uh, Tombstone. And then we cut over to Penny, which I feel really bad for because she's the only one really losing her fight. Yeah so bad for her yeah she was just you know doing really good before at the house and then now that she's in here just the glitching has a uh, has uh really taken effect on her yeah. yeah and so they're they're they you know took a couple early shots and are just struggling now yeah i wonder if it's like messing up with her technology it could be it, it could also be like because she's younger um mm. that maybe it's just like there's less of her, so, so the glitches are having a bigger <laughs> effect on her. Um, there's less of her. There is. She's so much smaller than, like, I guess I on Spider, argue, but, like... Yeah, like, well, I was going to say, yeah, I would argue Spider-Ham's the smallest. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I kind of like, forgot about that. him. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe it's the type of thing that she's the youngest, though, so, like, yeah. maybe her body isn't fighting it well. Yeah, it's the only just, thing I can think of. I don't know if that actually works out. But yeah, her like scorpion just beating on her, uh, her oh. and spider. You know what? You know what I? What, you know what? What it could be? What that? So it was established before that the glitching can lead to deterioration. Yeah. So maybe it's just glitch. Like the glitching is affecting spider so much that his actual like mechanical parts are deteriorating. Yeah, already. that could be it. Like the 
it could be deteriorating their bodies, but like the body's just better at adapting at like missing parts. <laughs> Maybe it affects faster on non-organics than yeah. organics. Maybe that's it. That's the one I feel like makes the most sense and makes me feel less sad. <laughs> um, I mean, it still makes me sad, but less sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor Penny. Anyway. Yeah, and she's saved by Spider-Ham, thankfully. Um, In the best cartoony way possible. Yeah, I love how the anvil has the rope on it. Right? <laughs> which makes me think, just off screen, with Spider-Ham spinning it around like the hammer toss, <laughs> waiting to throw it onto, um, <laughs> onto Scorpion. I, I picture, this is what I picture. I just picture Spider-Ham with, like, just swinging it around like over his head like crazy just knocking out a bunch of other things oh yeah <laughs> and then he sees that and he just drops it <laughs> i also like your idea of just him standing like on one of the buildings and being like any second now any now <laughs> just a few more inches almost there perfect <laughs> just like on the ceiling <laughs> And I love how when he's, he just walks up with, like, dusting his hands off. So confident. It's great. The cartoony music sound effects coming in. Oh, listen, I love Spider-Ham in this movie. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add for this minute? No, that was all I had. All right. Thank you all for watching. We will catch you on Wednesday with Minute 92. Until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.